welcome to Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm your host, the Autistic Woman. When there's something I have to do that requires leaving the house, I can always find a reason not to. Sound familiar? When being alone goes on too long without in-person social contact, it becomes isolation, which can lead to loneliness, which in some cases can lead to depression. Autistic loneliness and isolation happen for different reasons. We feel like we're on the outside looking in. We know we don't always fit in. We feel like aliens from another planet. It's a recipe for staying home. Being alone isn't all bad. Some autistics prefer it. It gives us the chance to be ourselves and do all the things we love to do without criticism, judgment, or expectations. You can be alone and not feel isolated. We don't have to mask when we're by ourselves. Many of us live alone, which inevitably means being isolated some or much of the time. Loneliness and social isolation are different, but related. Social isolation is the lack of social contact and few people to interact with regularly. For me, one of the huge drawbacks of isolation or challenges with isolation is the lack of feedback. I think as humans, we all need feedback from others who can see us in a way we can't see ourselves. Being alone for too long can cause me to become self-critical. What things cause us to isolate? An autistic person might feel extreme relief when they don't have to go anywhere, talk to anyone, answer calls, or leave the house. Our home is our refuge, our safe space. It gets comfortable being alone, and before you know it, you're isolating. We experience feelings of dread and anxiety about upcoming events and appointments. It's easier not to make appointments unless absolutely necessary. We miss out on yearly doctor visits, six-month dental checkups, and even getting our hair cut if we can. In doing that, we avoid social contact, something every human being needs in some amount. I think non-autistics and autistics alike can experience that dread on Sunday before the work week starts. It's on our mind continuously that we have to go to work the next day. We start to feel anxious about it, and being at a job for years won't necessarily lessen it. Leaving home means choosing clothes, maybe other than the t-shirt we always wear, putting on makeup, doing our hair, all those things involved in looking presentable when we're out. It takes energy and time we script every encounter we anticipate. We might even plan the steps we're going to take. When I'm preparing to go to the pharmacy, I see it in my head. I see me walking into the store, walking over to the counter, giving my name and date of birth and so forth. 
Sometimes, knowing the amount of energy something will take, it's just easier to say, I'll do it tomorrow, and hope we can face it then. We've got great services where I live for grocery and meal delivery. It's way too easy to resort to them rather than deal with going shopping. I have to be careful not to isolate too much. If there's a way to get something delivered, I usually can find it. Work can provide an opportunity for some social interaction and also can cause stress. Being able to hide ourselves away at home after work is a relief. We have the time to re-energize for the next day. We have time to spend on our special interest or interests. We lose track of time and don't want to change our focus. Sometimes we just need downtime. If it goes on too long, it becomes isolation. At times we cope by imagining a life we don't have. We think about what it would be like to have a friend, a confidant, a partner. That person doesn't argue with us or criticize us. They like our music. We can tell corny jokes and know they'll laugh. It still is isolation. Isolation is self-protective. We know we're awkward in social situations. We can pretty much guess how things will turn out if we have to carry on a conversation with someone non-autistic. Sometimes we get the look that we just said the wrong thing. We don't always feel welcome to be in a group. Isolation affects our mental and physical health. Studies show evidence linking social isolation with depression, poor sleep quality, impaired executive function, accelerated cognitive decline, poor cardiovascular function, and impaired immunity at every stage of life. As a person isolates, their energy level drops. It's true that being around others can energize us. It has to be the right people in the right situation for us, though. There are times when I start to dread that I agreed to do something with friends as the day approaches. Once I'm there, I have fun and come home feeling good. Of course, I promise myself to be open to the next invitation and often I'm not. Isolation in autistics can be a coping mechanism. Many of us love being alone. We just hate feeling alone. Some of us want to feel comfortable in social situations, want to have friends, want to have what it takes to go out and be friendly. The experience we have with feeling isolated, even when we're in the middle of a group of people we know, can influence us to stay home. We don't have to awaken the voice in our head that reminds us we said or did the wrong thing. What does loneliness feel like? It used to be that if I was asked if I'm lonely, I would say no. That's due to believing that lonely was when you sat around wishing you had friends and feeling sad and empty. It's a bit different for me. I might feel like I have nothing to do. 
I might feel like there's something I want to do, but have no one to do it with. Since I often do better with a more outgoing person leading the way, if no one can fill that role, I end up staying home alone, wishing there was someone. By not venturing out, our fear gets reinforced and we isolate more. We eventually find ourselves feeling lonely, although to an autistic person, it might not be immediately obvious. It can look like having no energy or feeling depressed. It can be that it takes so much energy to make a meal or clean the house. For a while, we may watch too much TV and eventually even that becomes boring. When we lose interest in our favorite hobby, when we no longer research things that interest us, when we feel like we have nothing to do, that could be loneliness. When COVID first started, I was happy to have a reason to stay home without feeling guilty. I didn't have to explain it to people who thought working at home is the same thing as being unemployed. I've done it for more than 15 years, so it works for me. I'm more productive working alone at home on my own schedule and without stressful social niceties to distract me. I remember the feeling of panic I had when people were talking about going back to work. We know all too well that it's easy to get caught up in social media. We try to convince ourselves that it's the same thing as being with other people, but it really isn't. Isolation has its upside too. It can benefit our productivity and creativity, give us greater self-understanding, definitely produces less stress, might provide greater satisfaction, there are more opportunities for our special interests, and there are few or no rules. What can you do to lessen isolation and loneliness? Get out. No, you don't have to just join a club or take a class, like some people will advise you. Stand up, go outside into your backyard or garden, feel the sun, smell the air. Step away, if only briefly, from the place where you isolate. Choose an activity to participate in with friends. I found that chatting in a group of people is more stressful than having an activity to do with someone else, best if it's one-on-one. -on -one. I've heard that even on a date with an autistic, the chance for it to be successful is greater if you're doing something together rather than having to come up with things to talk about. It helps us to focus on the activity rather than what we're thinking. When I'm doing something like hiking, walking around the neighborhood, or some other physical activity that I'm not horrible at, I have a good time. I hear exercise helps, and I don't doubt it. I've found that exercise can boost energy, but doesn't cure loneliness. Not all of us like exercise or take time to do it. When your energy is low from isolation or loneliness, it becomes very hard to exercise. 
Ride a bike. There are bike paths where I live that are used for biking, rollerblading, and walking. It means I often pass people and say hello, particularly if I'm behind them to get their attention that I'm going to pass. It's a great interaction because it uses little time and energy, but offers more in return. Sometimes I see the same people daily, and even though we don't know each other, we have a relationship for that brief moment. Riding a bike is exercise, of course. It's also adventure and feeling the wind in your hair. It's a sensory experience that helps me get out of myself. People watch. If you can get yourself into a comfortable location, watch people. It can be fascinating to see and imagine their stories. You might overhear an interesting conversation. Someone might say hello as they walk by. You might see that there are people who are alone. There are people who seem to have struggles. And there are people who seem very happy together. It's good to know that there is a world other than your own. Talk to an older person. Don't laugh. Hear me out on this one. I'm talking about someone 80 plus years old, especially if there's someone in your neighborhood you know is alone. Having lived a long life, older people have lots of interesting stories. You can learn from their experience. The best part is that you don't have to say much because they have lots to talk about. Many older people have lost friends and family, and so they have less people to spend time with. They may feel lonely, too. Talk to a child. At a young age, their preconceived ideas about people have not yet formed. They can be open and interested, and they, too, usually like to talk about themselves or their interests. Here's a tip. Non-autistic people, old or young, generally like open-ended questions. I enjoy being alone, but I don't like being isolated. Talking to a cashier in the checkout line at the store shouldn't be the social highlight of my week. If it is, I know that I'm bordering on, if not already, lonely. There is no perfect answer to this for autistics. Make sure to stay in contact with someone by email, text, or phone. It's not a good sign if you're doing none of these. Scrolling social media is not a substitute for the company of another person. None of my suggestions will fix everything. They will make at least a slight difference in feelings of loneliness and isolation. The most effective solution may be to interact with other autistics. Many will understand where you're coming from. They might not judge you the way a non-autistic person would. They may overlook your mistakes with words or your awkward pauses. They get it. How do you handle isolation and loneliness? Comment on Twitter at an autistic woman, or you can email me at infotheautisticwoman.com. I really do enjoy hearing from you. If you like the podcast, 
Spread the word so more people can understand what it's like to be autistic. Subscribe to the podcast, which has been newly rated in the top 1.5% of all podcasts globally. Thank you for being part of the show's success. Your support of the podcast on PayPal or Patreon is valued and appreciated. This has been Meet My Brain, a field guide to autism. I'm the autistic woman. Slava Ukraine.